You unlock this door with the key of imagination. Beyond it is another dimension. A dimension of sound. A dimension of sight. A dimension of mind. You're moving into a land of both shadow and substance, of things and ideas. You've just crossed over into the Twilight Zone. and the glitter of a bustling young movie town at the height of its golden age. The Hollywood Tower Hotel was a star in its own right. A beacon for the show business elite. Now, something is about to happen that will change all that. somewhat unique and calls for a different kind of introduction. This, as you may recognize, is a maintenance service elevator, still in operation, waiting for you. We invite you, if you dare, to step aboard, because in tonight's episode, you are the star, and this elevator travels directly to the Twilight Zone. Hello, and welcome to the Twilight Zone. No. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I just hope you guys like that intro. Me and Caleb spent quite a while on it. It was kind well, of Well, it was difficult. more like me saying, that's good, and Devin going, oh, it's not good enough. <laughs> so. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. Welcome to Tuned In Town, or the Twilight Zone. No. <laughs> okay. The recording studio. <laughs> yeah. Uh, tune in town. Uh, it's episode twenty, uh, July eighteenth, twenty sixteen. Uh, I'm your host Devin, and with me today I have Caleb. Happy sixty first birthday, Disneyland! Woo! We had quite a celebration of barbecue yesterday for the birthday. So yeah, that's cool. Um, my family didn't celebrate because my parents and my sister aren't uh, all that into Disney as much as Caleb's family is. So I celebrate in my own little way. Thank you, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> um, today we actually have an email. Yippee, oh. but uh, I don't know. It's uh, <laughs> We're not going to read this email because it's too inappropriate. Go ahead, uh, Caleb. You can go. All right. Mr. Mysterious Listener, I know who you are. I know who Gibby. you are. <laughs> Gosh, Gary, come on. I'm I'm just gonna say this. It well, Devin said it, so I'm just gonna let him say it about your Disney Channel little addiction here. So Okay, um let me uh let me read this. <laughs> okay, we're not reading that. That's no, my little memoir. No, Don't no, ruin it, man. I won't I won't ruin it. Okay, here we go. Stop it. That's my friend. That's your friend. <laughs> yeah. I will give it back to you. Okay, it says Dear Devin, Caleb, and Sterling, great job on your podcast. My favorite episode is when you guys talked about the Pixar theory. Okay, thank so, you, Gary. Yeah, thank you, Gary. So far, so good. <laughs> um, viewer discretion is advised. Oh, the rest of it, please. <laughs> please. I really do, okay? Okay, there thank you go. Thank you. Where did we leave off? Right. There. I might have to cut some things out. Yeah. So, uh, view, viewer, <laughs> or listener discretion I is advised. I didn't we were going to read it, so. <laughs> I was all like, okay. Well, we gotta read emails that come in so we have to what about this um a little concerned for the youngins <laughs> listening so just go ahead <laughs> maybe for a future ep- episode you can talk about how very bad disney channel is or maybe you can talk about how horrible disney xd is for instance instance just think about how mm, stupid <laughs> uh I, I had to cut some things out from here both of these are today Pretty much everything in Disney XD is stupid, and let's not forget about all the horrible ideas that Disney Channel has made. Okay, Gary, 
I just want to say this. If you're pointing out everything in Disney Channel, do you watch Disney Channel? Yeah, it sounds... <laughs> it so sounds far. like you're like... Wait until you get deeper in. He knows all like these little... Uh, little things. Uh, little things about uh, Disney Channel and I stuff. Might... And we're like, if you don't like it, then you don't have to watch yeah. it. But it sounds like you're addicted. <laughs> so I think we're good right there. <laughs> he goes on about backstage and uh, Girl Meets World, which actually... Uh, Gary, you said was the most stupid series out of all of them, but it's actually uh, really nostalgic for some of us because it's based off of the uh, older series called Boy Meets World, and that one was actually really good. Um, but uh, I have to agree that a lot of the Disney Channel shows are soap operas. He, soap operas for teenagers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I like disney channel but at some points i really do hate it mm-hmm. one of my pest peeves is the fake laughing i really 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 <laughs> really really hate that like half the time i'm watching a show like that it's not even funny yeah i don't even laugh the whole time <laughs> and then everyone's going ah real knee slapper you know whoa i'm sure pretty sure you just broke everyone's eardrums <laughs> okay. but gary I I know where you live, and I'm warning you. More emails like this that come, <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm not afraid to call the cops, okay? Oh, oh <laughs> okay. Let's, <laughs> I'm not getting defensive about this thing, but it says, um, uh, he actually says, this is from a mysterious listener, so um, sorry, Gary, that we told you out. <laughs> but it says, um, it's not going to be my last rant email <laughs> to Tuned In Town. Well, thank you. <laughs> We'll shred the rest. Yes. No. <laughs> um. Okay. Well. Uh. That email was fun. <laughs> I'll see you later, Gibby. <laughs> Inside joke there. Um. What was I going to say? Oh yeah, this is our special episode on the history of uh. History and yeah, just mainly the history of uh, Tower of Terror. Mainly kind of about uh, the one at Epcot, I mean, at uh, MGM Studios, yeah. now known as Hollywood Studios, and soon going to be changed into another name. But we'll get into that kind of in, uh, I don't know, maybe Tomorrowland Bugle. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, first off, let's go ahead and go into Adventureland Chat. Oh, goody! <laughs> Shall we chat? Oh, yes. Let's. Okay, welcome to Adventureland Chat. Uh, Speaking of Adventureland Chat, uh, me and Caleb were very sad because we didn't get those three emails to change it to Teenage Complain Hour and make the official Teenage Complain Hour. So... Well, at least we got an interesting email. Yeah. We're going to... uh, I guess we're going to expand that for another week. And uh, you guys gotta do it. Come on! I think we should do our giveaway soon. Uh, our giveaway? Why? I think okay. that would increase our listeners a bit. It's totally up to you. Okay, well, we're going to do... Um, we're going to do our first ever giveaway. Now. Woo! Okay, so um, as many of you know, uh, fan, due to the uh, closing of... Uh, Temporary. Temporary closing of um, Tom Sawyer Island and the Rivers of America and such because of Star Wars Land. Um, They have also closed down Fantasmic. Last time I went was the 60th anniversary. um, Like almost, I don't know, a week or so before they closed down Fantasmic. Yeah. And I got the special deal at Blue Bayou where you would eat a family meal and they would give you uh, special seats to Fantasmic and um, uh, they would give you seat pads. So that's what these are. These are seat pads which uh, are still in pretty good shape. Um, They have a really cool 60th anniversary so you're not going to get many of these. There's only about Um, four. Or how we're giving away up? three. Three. My sister refused to give up four. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so um, we have three, which we're going to give away. Uh, email us, and you'll be entered into a raffle. Um, also, you might want to put your like email address. No, no, your zip no, code. No, if and you stuff. win, if you win, we'll um, we'll email you back and ask you for your oh, yeah. zip code and such. 
and you know PO box or whatever. Yeah. So the seat pads are um, like little purple, purple uh, seat pads, which you can use anywhere. They're still in good shape. Like I said, they have a cool uh, picture of Mickey and fan and the dragon or Murphy. <laughs> And uh, they're battling it out, and then Disneyland 60 up in the top right corner. So, like I said, there's not many of these. So um, go ahead and email us and enter into a raffle. And I know what you guys are thinking. You're thinking, oh, it's a raffle. I'm not going to win because there's going to be so many people that enter. Here's the point. We don't have any people who email. So if you email, then you will seriously, even some of us who... Even if it's like one email, you're going to get... Yeah. You're going to get them, so... <laughs> and if you're the only one who emails, we'll send you all three. <laughs> You'll get all yeah, three of those seat pads. <laughs> so, uh, uh... We'll go ahead. So, yeah. Woo! First ever giveaway! <laughs> so, email. So... Now. You, you, wow, should, oh. you should pause the podcast right now and... What well, if they find another email. interesting podcast and they replace they us? They won't because they're just going to email. And we we trust you listeners that you won't trust leave you. us. <laughs> okay. Jeez. So pause <laughs> right now. Did you did you pause and go email? Uh, yes. Yes, I hope you did. Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> thank you for that email. <laughs> Uh, life. Let's yes, teenage complaining yeah. hour. I don't have a lot of stuff to complain about, other than that I did a ton of stuff on the Fourth of July. Oh, I also watched the BFG. Awesome! It was pretty good. Yeah, adventures and babysitting. Don't <laughs> watch it. It's a Disney Channel movie. The original, <laughs> as as I dare say, the original is better. What? Adventures <laughs> in Babysitting is like one of those movies where parents will remember as a kid and say, oh yeah, I love that movie. And then they'll get it for their families and they'll go home and watch it as a family and then they'll watch it and be like, and they'll turn it off and they'll break the case. They'll be like, what the crap? I don't remember any of this. You know, the original is better as much as I don't like to say Just that. Just don't is. go and watch it. It's inappropriate. As, as we described in earlier episodes, but... We do not... We're not advising <laughs> you to go watch it. I haven't seen it, but based on Caleb and my parents... Uh, <laughs> the Disney Channel description. movie was, I think, to the point the producers got so close to adding fake laughing in there. Oh, man. It was just one of those movies where all the teenagers are rich. All the teenagers. They have, like... I don't know, this, like, 18-year-old boy pulls up with his 2016 Chevy truck. <laughs> I'm like, jeez, how are they paying for this stuff? So, it was it was a typical Disney Channel movie. Yeah. Well, it was their 100th decom. Oh, well, then, it was a terrible 100th. They should have saved High School Musical. <laughs> I'm telling you. High School Musical 4. No. <laughs> oh, no. Three is enough. <laughs> Three is way Three much. is enough, and I don't want to see Zac Efron of again. High School Musical, there was a bad lip reading done. Oh, yes. That and was hilarious. I am very proud of Disney because, you know, you would normally think, um, they you know, like they would freak out and sue and stuff, you know, but they actually didn't do that. They, they let actually, them. yeah, Use they it. let them and they aired it on Disney Channel. It was hilarious. I, we're going to watch it after this. <laughs> Pumpkinella. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but really. okay. We'll, um, go ahead, we'll go home and we'll watch it after this. And I have other bits of news that might take a long time about to talk about if you want to talk about your life first. Yeah, okay. Um, my life. Well, I've, um, I have the summer job. I think I talked to you guys about it, um, but it's uh, I work on a farm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And hopefully by the end of the summer, I'll have my first car. Whoa, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of summer jobs, I applied for a custodial job at a school. So hopefully I'll get in. Elementary or middle? Uh, I don't know. I applied for elementary and middle. I don't huh? want to go to high school, though, because yeah. that's a scary place. Scary, scary, scary place. Um, do you have anything to talk about? I'm going to get to my big news. Um... Oh, my uh, 
Um, speaking of Tower of Terror, they actually have a movie called The Tower of Terror. It was their first ever ad- Disney's first ever adaptation of a attraction, turning it into a movie. Oh. Uh, this was a TV movie, and uh, it's quite an awesome movie. It too. was actually pretty good. Um, my family bought it over Woo. the weekend, so we have it now. And uh, me and my sister have just been watching it over and over and over again. It traumatized me the first time I saw it. Oh, I was so scared the first yeah. time I saw it. Because, I oh, mean, I, we, I was tiny. I was, like, five years old or something. And, oh, no. Yeah. They said that they're going to remake it, but... They canceled. That was... Oh, they did? I think they did, yeah. Tear. They were supposed to also do a Jungle Cruise movie. Yeah, I heard about that, but... And then, I think, um... I think they were supposed to do another Matterhorn movie. Maybe which, that's when Tomorrowland came out. They're all like, eh, let's yeah. shift the other way. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, all right. Time for my big news announcement. Okay. On July 4th, we went to Utah Olympic Park. You know, with the bobsled and the ski jumping. Uh-huh. Um, they do, like, summer stuff there. They had extreme ziplining. Which is from yeah. the top of the mountain. Oh all yes, the way I down. love that one. And like the, you stand on like a trap door or something, and it falls out, and you have to, you kind of like zoom, oh, zoom yeah. down it. So you've been there? Yeah, I've been there. Uh, we went on the alpine slide. Yes. And this was my favorite part. It started to rain, uh-huh. and I pulled back on the brake, and the and the sled kept going, <laughs> and so my sister stopped, and then we both stopped. We actually had to like get our feet out and hold on to the end of, ends of the slide, and then we put. We did a little self-evacuation, and so we had to put the alpine slide on the grass on off the track, and then we had to walk down the track, and that was probably the best day, <laughs> besides the rain, but... Self-evacuation. People are just watching you walk down. Just- well, it was only me and my sister, but if my brother went down there, he would start freaking out and maybe fly off. But- <laughs> Bye! Yeah, there you go. Bye. And then the other part was the drop tower. We did... A drop tower over by where the bobsled track is. It's 65 feet high. And this was scary. So like a tower tower type thing? Uh, hmm, sort of. But you had to take a zipline over. And they hooked you up to this rope that would free fall you 25 feet. And then <laughs> catch you the rest. It was scary. Um, besides the part where you... If, uh, so they had a gate. They opened the gate. And they were like, okay, when I open the gate, just walk off and look at that tree. And they said that we'll have our backs on you just in case. And it was more like, we're going to put our hands on your back to push you off because you're keeping the line. And so they they didn't really push us off, but you dropped 25 feet. And, you, you know, for boys, this kind of hurt. It's not like a whoosh, It's more like a and, <laughs> and so you had to position yourself right. Otherwise, you your future would not be good. Position you right or... <laughs> Ah, ah, I'm bleeding <laughs> in an unnatural spot. Ah. I wouldn't be able to have babies. Uh, but okay, viewer discretion. Viewer <laughs> discretion. <laughs> but there, and then it was like forty feet down in like five seconds. Oh. So it was like you were shaking when you got down. It was awful. Bleeding. <laughs> ah. What happened to you? <laughs> You're not going to have any prosperity. <laughs> <laughs> Nearly down on the ground. This just got personal. Okay. okay. <laughs> but that was the highlight of the day. Um, the Alpine slide was better than the Matterhorn as much as I I dare what? say it. Because they had comfier seating. <laughs> oh, dude. They just barely added more cushioning. I know, it doesn't mean I'll enjoy it It was more. Rejoice! <laughs> rejoice! Remember that? Was Sterling's newsletter? Jeez. Rejoice! I remember that so good. <laughs> but yeah, that's... that's. And then they had extreme tubing, which was you went down the ski, the ski hill, you know, that green part. Mm-hmm. You went down that, and they sprayed it and everything. Oh, wow. And you went like 40 miles per hour. It was awful. <laughs> awful. You were, like, turning backwards, and when you turn backwards, it, instead of, like, a smooth ride, it's, like, just bouncing up and down, and 
like your the back where your feet were was just like bouncing up and down. I, I'm telling you, I feel it felt like it was like two feet in the air, and it was like, oh, kill me now, you know. Okay. It kept getting steeper and steeper. It's like, when is this gonna end? You know. But maybe it's because they sprayed it before I went, so yeah, they put like I don't know, ten thousand gallons on that thing. So that's my July Fourth, and then we saw fireworks. Oh my goodness! I have one more story. Is that okay? Oh, fine. I'm just someone kidding. was lighting aerial fireworks like that go like hundred feet in the air and explode, yeah. and it tipped over. Oh, and like one went into like the na- we were on our roof, and one went into the neighbor's garden and exploded at their house. One went into the middle of the street. I think one went under a car. Oh, it was awful. What happened I to was- the one with the garden? It was okay, but they like knocked on the house to make sure they were okay because they were watching a movie. But can you imagine how loud that was? Well, they were right up, and it, nothing blew up because it's that's, it's not an explosion, uh-huh. but it is at the same time. So I mean, it wasn't like it wasn't like oh my goodness, Michael Bay's here, you know? It was more like <laughs> it was more like you know michael bay's here <laughs> that was so, like, one of the best that was awesome oh michael bay's here <laughs> but this poor family was like they were freaking out and running into their garage and like everyone's screaming <laughs> and uh, we were up on our roof so we were unharmed luckily you're but just sitting there watching bag of popcorn mm. we were eating popcorn we were oh <laughs> And I was like half laughing, half crying. I was like, "Oh my goodness!" Ah! And they're like, ah! "You know." So, and they had like it's under the car. The car flips. <laughs> you see Michael Bay. All right, let's shoot again. <laughs> Didn't go well. House explodes in the background. <laughs> Glass shatters. That was great. Did you guys get that? <laughs> no, sir. Why didn't you get that? Reshoot. <laughs> Do it again. But it was it was a very interesting fourth. So, yeah. Uh, speaking of fireworks or fires, um, I was at work today, and we were um, we had to set up a new cage for all the calves and lambs and stuff, and we had this giant saw that we had to cut pipes with. So the farmer who's been paying paying us, uh, who we've been working for, he um, the sparks went in between his legs and onto dry bush. Oh. And this fire started. And we're like freaking out. We're trying to get his attention. Like, hey, hey, there's a fire. And it's like, what? And it looks crappy. He looks back and he's like, crap. And we run back and we're stomping out the fire. Oh. It was. See, if that was, was happening, we would have gone, yes, fire extinguisher. You know, yes. first time. <laughs> And then after we got done, he says, wow, that was the first time we didn't have to use a hose. (laughs) I'm like, what? (laughs) This isn't the first time. Yeah, you see back behind the barn, there's like 10 fire extinguishers. (laughs) Empty canisters back there. (laughs) Okay, well, uh, that's all my stories. Yeah, that was a very long Adventureland chat. Yeah. All right, then let's go ahead and get into uh, Tomorrowland Beagle. Initiate countdown. And now for the news. Alright, welcome to Tomorrowland Bugle. Um, today, uh, I will be going first since uh, Caleb went first on Adventureland Chat. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm kind of excited about this one because, as you know, Star Wars is coming back and... Um, you know, they're doing all these spin-offs along with the normal episodes. So you have episode 8 and episode 9 coming out, but then you also have like Rogue One, the Rogue Star Two, Wars Rogue stories. Three. Yeah. Yeah. But then they're also having a Han Solo spin-off. I and heard about this is it actually coming out. Yes, it's actually coming oh. out and they um they verified the actor. The actor is Alden Ehrenrich. I'm sorry if I um if I pronounce the name wrong, but it says, um, in May 16th, it was reported that reported the Hail Caesar star had landed in one of the most sought after parts in the industry, apparently beating stars, including Taron Egerton and Jack Ray Raynor. 
And on Sunday, 17th, July 16th, the news was confirmed that Alden appeared on stage alongside Star Wars The Force Awakens star John Boyega at the Star Wars uh, Celebration Europe event in London. You're the new Han Solo. Dang. John committed to Alden. Alden will step into the role previously made famous by Harrison Ford in Disney's standalone movie about the life of a hero before he first made his appearance in 1977 Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. The movie is being developed by filmmakers Phil Lord and Christopher Miller for a scheduled 2018 release. The production is expected to begin in January after a previous delay. According to Variety, the reason for the later starting to filming could be so that Alden Solo uh, can be introduced in a cameo role in other of the Disney's upcoming spinoffs, Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. So uh, Harrison recently reprised his role as Solo in Star Wars The Force Awakens, which became a blockbuster hit following its release last December, but he wanted no involvement in the casting process or any aspects of the spin-off production. During press conference in London uh, in December, Ford admitted he was happy to pass on the ba- the bat baton baton. Yes, <laughs> I knew that. I'm glad that somebody else is going going to have the burden of being young. It's well beyond my understanding and or control, and I want nothing to do with it. That sounds like Harrison Ford. <laughs> yeah, in the nicest possible way. I know it will be well done. It's nothing. It's nothing to do with me. Well, so, I think he's just done with everything. I think he's happy that he died in yep. Force Awakens. I think he's just done acting. He just has the same roles over and I over know. and over again. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I I don't feel bad for him at all. So, nope. Like I'm happy for Alden. Woo! I don't know who that guy is, but go. Oh, he's <laughs> in Hail Caesar. I wanted to go see that movie, but wasn't able to. Okay, well, go ahead, Caleb. Okay, here we go. In spite of recent, no, excuse me, in spite of this week's topic, the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, there have been many, many, many rumors about the new Guardians of the Galaxy remake. Yes, and I was so mad when Caleb told me that they were going to redo Tower of Terror for Guardians of the Galaxy, but I was so happy to hear that that rumor has been dropped. So it's false. They're not going to do it. They're going to keep it Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. Uh, Which I was super happy about. So Not actually confirmed <laughs> yet. Yes, it is. It is? By yes. who? By th- things that I've read. Mm-hmm. No, I'm serious. From the Disney blog. The Disney. They've denied it. They're going to put it in... Um, they're going to put it in Ellen's uh, Universe of Energy. <laughs> with <laughs> Bill Nye. Oh, yeah. At Epcot. But they haven't decided a place for... Uh, yeah, but uh, DCA yet, right? Mm, I don't know. This still is. I think it's still possible because when Star Wars Land Rumors came out, I I totally denied it because they didn't have any place for it. Other than no, it's been tear out Toontown, you know. So it's been officially officially denied. Re- then yeah. Hmm. I'm still gonna hold on to this rumor though okay. because I think it's still pro- possible because the Twilight Zone isn't really the most popular. But they thing. explain it at the beginning of the ride. That's true. So if if it does get rethemed ever in the future, it might get rethemed to the collector. Yeah, I don't like that idea. I think you can't take it away, honestly. It's a classic. It is a Disney classic. It's a young attraction still. It's, it's only like 20 years old, which is pretty good. Um, I'm okay if they shut it down and do it, but I, I will be sad. If they take away the Twilight Zone, that's just my thoughts. It's just, it's been officially released that they're going to take away Ellen's Energy of Universe. Yeah. And put Guardians of the Galaxy right there. But it's still, it's, I think it's still out there because Guardians of the Galaxy is very popular and Disneyland has literally no place to put it, so. Other than the meet and greets, all they have are meet and greets, so. You know, it's still out there. I think it's still out there, but if it's officially denied, then 
I don't know. Disney has a tendency to store their ideas and open them up later. That's true. So we never know. But So was that your news article? That was did my just, news article. You I just ruined, ruined it? it. Yep. I'm sorry. Here, I have one more for you, which I am actually super excited about, but I wasn't able to talk about it. Let me try and find it here. Um, Please stand by. Yes. Here you right, go. Here you go. Ooh, this is going to be like 400 bucks. Yes, it is. <laughs> it is, uh, exactly. It really? Yes. Oh, holy crap, I'm right. Yes. Um, Disney is to release the official, official, ooh, official ooh. Cinderella Castle model at Disney Parks. This looks like the Cinderella Castle. It's uh, it's over 4,000 pieces. Ooh, and it's uh, 400 bucks. It's going to be released in November, I believe. And uh, I want it. <laughs> I kind of want it, too. I know. It's so cool. I, I'm surprised it's not like $1,000. Yeah. Because but I think they're going to start up a new uh, Disney Parks edition where they're yeah. going to come out with different things. So I kind of want them to come out with um, Cinderella Castle. Well, Cinderella, like Sleepy the Matterhorn. And oh, the, the Matterhorn would yeah. be cool. Tower of Terror would be cool. Tower of Terror would be awesome. That would sell out. Um, Han Mansion. You, you're making... Or did you abandon that project? Oh, yeah. I abandoned that project because it... Yeah, you were there with me when we crashed it down. I was making a little Lego model oh, yeah. of the Han Mansion. Oh, yeah. I thought you were just and... going to store it, but... It looked pretty cool. Um... So it's pretty cool. Uh... All right, so um, you can find all those full news articles on our website at tunedintown.com. All right, uh, let's go ahead and get into Miscellaneous Matterhorn. Or would it be tips? No, it would be Miscellaneous Matterhorn. Miscellaneous Matterhorn, and we talk about the history of the Tower of Terror. We're going to get really in-depth, and uh, we have some really... uh, uh, cool tips, or I mean, some cool uh, history behind it, and uh, so that's gonna be in Miscellaneous Matterhorn. Okay, welcome to Miscellaneous Matterhorn, where we talk about the haunted or the Hollywood Tower Hotel. <laughs> <laughs> or the uh, haunted man. Uh, but why am I having a hard time? <laughs> Tower of Terror. Okay. <laughs> so um, I'll go ahead and start. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. Um, it, the idea was orig- um, originated at Disneyland Paris, where Imagineers had made plans for Geyser Mountain for Frontierland. Uh, Geyser Mountain would have been where. Uh, you would ride a mine train, but uh, you would get caught up by a geyser and go up and down and drop and stuff. Um, uh, but the ride never got past planning. But the drop idea returned when Imagineers needed an excited ride, needed a exciting ride for MGM Studios. Um, you can go ahead and go read the show notes. Okay, I'm gonna wing it. You can't read my handwriting? I never said that. I said I'm going to wing it. Oh, well, the tower... <laughs> wow, okay. Okay, go. Go. So, but Disney's this... Hollywood, or MGM Studios, or whatever you want to call it. Um, do you want to talk... No, actually. Psh. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. Um, I don't like how this video describes it. Um, they were designing the Tower of Terror, and they said the Twilight Zone was a perfect thing. They did not immediately... Disney Imagineers don't just come up sleep sleep overnight like no i don't know well no so come up with the idea overnight it took them a lot of planning but once they figured out the twilight zone it was up there and they thought it was a good fit with other fits and they eventually narrowed it down to the twilight zone so they didn't automatically think oh let's just do a twilight zone one they had to go through a lot of thinking and process that's the reason why i don't really like amateur videos like that because they they don't really give a lot it's like they go in three minutes, so... But, I mean, uh, I have nothing against them, but... To, uh... To get the main storyline, what they did was they... All the Imagineers watched every single episode yeah. of The Twilight Zone. 156 episodes. Mm-hmm. And they watched all of them in, like, one day. Oh, they no. They sat down. Not one day. That, that would take... 
literally hours. Like one, two days or something. Probably like weeks. Yeah. It was and like, they sat there and just watched them, took notes and stuff, and uh, they came up with the uh, yeah. elevator story, haunted elevator. But um, originally what they were going to do was um, uh, the first storyline was there was going to be a murder in the hotel. Uh, but that was immediately shut down for violent issues within the plot story. So then the story of a haunted elevator was so obvious, it was an immediate hit. That's what I don't like about it either. It's so... I have nothing against these videos, but it's... Like, the story of the elevator was so obvious, it was an immediate hit. It's just a fake line. Because... Um, there there are murder stories in Disneyland Park. Haunted Mansion, for instance, has tons of murder stories. Well, it would have got the past. Deep, 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 deep yeah. past. I mean, but they covered... No, they didn't. There's no uh, murder... It's in Disneyland Paris. There's a murder story in the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland Paris. No, there's no murder story of the bride. Well, but that's not obvious. Oh, wait, yes, She is. holds up a knife. Yeah, <laughs> an axe. I thought you were meaning, like, where... But Haunted Mansion is dark, and this Mm. is... It has the potential to be dark, too. I find it dark. Yeah. And scary and spooky. So, I don't... It would have gone with the murder. It could have. I think it would have been perfect with murder, either way, because... It it just says that. Um, The Haunted Elevator... It was... It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool how that thing works. But let's get down with the history... Well, or I get like down, down the technical, and then I will stuff. get. I, I I love those elevators. So so that's pretty much. Uh, well, so it was opened at MGM uh, on July twenty second, nineteen ninety four, but it was opened uh, at DCA at two thousand four. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, there were a couple changes to the ride systems and such, like um, the Tower of Terror at uh, MGM. Only has two shafts, while the one at DCA has three, and uh, just different types of, uh, you know, you actually get off your uh, out of the elevator shaft for a short portion of time in the MGM one, uh, and ride along a track and stuff. Yeah. Well, uh, trackless track. Yeah, trackless yeah. track. <laughs> so uh, I guess it's gonna go ahead and just move us into the um, uh, technical stuff. Yeah. So. I love these things. They really engineered a lot of stuff. So I'm going to talk about the one at DCA because it makes a little bit more sense if mm-hmm. I describe it that way. So as you enter the library, and then once that show is done... Oh, really quick. Yeah? About the library. Yeah. Uh, you first enter into it. Um, everything up along the bookcases is old remakes of artifacts from the original TV shows. Ooh. Yeah, so if you look up there, you'll find... Um, I don't know, you'll find, like, a typewriter from one of the episodes where machines take over the world. You'll find the cookbook to serve man. Oh, yeah? So, so. so there's a bunch of different relics and stuff up there. It's pretty cool. So, I don't know, if you're into Twilight Zone, there's a little snippet of being able (laughs) to see the things in real life. So, (laughs) I think some they actually got from an auction. They probably did. I can imagine that. Yeah. Um. So once you enter, so the exit, movie is uh, what you hear at the intro. What you yeah. hear at the intro. Um. So there are two libraries. Um. They both exit. One goes upstairs. The basement is not underground. I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> and then one just stays on ground level. And so there are three shafts at DCA's Twilight Zone, Tower of Terror, and. Let's take shaft one. While one elevator is being loaded on the top floor, one elevator is being is going through the ride system, is being operated in the shaft. And so how that's done is each car is equipped with an AGV, which is an autonomous, I don't know, guided vehicle, which is basically a copper wire that guides it into the shaft. And so you're loading in and then you back up into the shaft mm-hmm. and that's when the uh, Rod Sterling, you know, says you just take, take you're, about, you're to take about to take the strangest journey, journey of your lives. lives. And you've just, Oh no, it says, sorry, sorry. Like, I know this. 
I know this. It says, you are the passengers on a most uncommon elevator. You're about to take the strangest journey of your lives. And then you move up and wave goodbye to the real world. I want to know how they do that, though. Um, So I actually found that I think they... I really don't know how they do that. I know, it's weird. You never really think about it. You think... You just think, oh, you're gone now. But if you really think about how they do it, it's a mirror. At first, you see yourselves, but then you turn into blue, and you can still wave and stuff, but then you're completely gone, so it's... I think there's a hidden camera somewhere around um, that tracks you. I don't know. It's like really sophisticated programming, but I have learned that I've... For World of Color, we got those... um, Me, we got surprised by those, you know, light-up bracelets, glow-in-the-dark bracelets that we brought... Oh, yeah? And I wore that. I wore, like, three red ones. And then once the mirror was was gone, like, you could see nothing. You just saw these bracelets just floating there. Red bracelets <laughs> just floating there. And it's the same with cameras. If you bring, like, a GoPro with a light on it, you can still see that light. Hmm. So it's something to do. I don't know. I really, I really uh-huh. don't know. So. Caleb, Jeez. you're fired. Well, okay. <laughs> just kidding. You don't know something. <laughs> Um, but, and then you go down about two stories. Eight. Wait, no, no, yeah, two stories. Sorry. Two stories. And Eight stories is where you fall from the first drop. This is probably the best effect ever. Mm-hmm. So this is the, uh, the effect where all the ghosts are, you know, not the ghosts, but the people who are in the elevator. They're ghosts. Yes, the ghosts. They're that. electrical ghosts. The Twilight Zone ghosts. <laughs> yes, there you go. <laughs> um, do their little effects. It's only real about... So where they do that projections, there's there's just a pane of gra- glass, and then the rest is just like really tiny and squeezed in force per- force, force perspective, perspective, just like Main Street. Uh huh. And they have projectors off to the side that project onto that pane of glass, and you, they use mirrors to make it a really good projection. And then how they make that starry effect, like everything mm-hmm. is going down. Yeah, and you don't see anything; you just see like stars, yeah. which is way cool. It's because they. So you see, like, the foyer part, and they just, it's just LED lights just randomly around. And then the rest of it, with the forced perspective, it's all projected, and there are some LED lights that go on, and they just dim the lights. It's it's sort of like the Haunted Mansion effect with that thin, in the stretching room, with that mm-hmm. thin screen. It's like that. It's exactly like that. And so, um... With that, when the window just turns into an elevator and they fall down, mm-hmm. and then the elevator goes down and you go down, they just... That, um... Yeah. With a recent update, I think it was called T.9 or something, they added it where it's random, randomly dropped, so the the tower is in control, basically. That's... I'm sorry to say only at MGM, or Hollywood Studios. <laughs> I've know. been lied to by my modern... My, modern Marvels. Marvels. Yeah, it's only at <gasps> MGM. Tear... The reason why is because... No, I'm pretty sure they added it to DCA. No, it's not added. I've oh, actually... Okay. Tear. I, I know. I'm kind of sad, though. Tear but... drops off down the microphone. You can hear it. That's a really big tear. <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't judge me. <laughs> um, They have the... Jeez, what was I talking about? I totally forgot. T9. T.9. Oh, T.9. Um, they have it at DCA. They don't want to keep that, you know, when the tower is in control because that means the ride could last five, three minutes, could last any mm. amount of seconds or minutes at once, which means that capacity could go anywhere and that operating could go anywhere because there's an el- another elevator waiting to be loaded. And it's kind of weird when you have, like, the ele- the operator explaining, we hope you enjoy your stay here. And then the elevator doors don't close, and you're waiting. And then, ding, KC, you know. Yeah. So that's why they don't do it. And they, they just have it better at Walt Disney World for some weird reason. Hmm. Um, but a little bit about the shaft. In a commercial, you are going faster than gravity. You are. So the reason or how they do that is they have a cable running up and a cable running down. You're not dropping down. It's not really a free fall. It's more of a the cable down is pulling you down. So let's say I put Devin up on the wall. What? <laughs> I tied him to the wall. I didn't agree to this. 
and when I want to, when I want him to go faster than gravity, instead of letting him go, I just pull him down. <laughs> so he'll he'll not only break his head, he'll break his spine. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Probably my legs too, because you know that's the first thing that hits the ground. Um, I, and I, I'm saying you're that. actually since we're on the subject of falling faster than gravity, you're actually falling about thirty thirty nine miles per hour. Yeah, and faster than gravity makes it a little bit nicer. The drops are very smooth and nice. So if you don't like outdoor outdoor drops where it just drops you, this is a very nice elevator. So, um, what else do you want to talk about? I memorized all the drops in DCA, so. Good job. The first drop is eight stories, and then you go back up to the 13th story drop, and then you fall, and then you go up for a second one, which is 13 stories again. So you go up, and DCA, I'm, it's random at, Hollywood Studios, so I don't even know how they do it. Uh-huh. At DCA, you go to the 13th floor, and then the elevator door is open, and then you drop down to the last elevator door, and then you drop down again. And one of the weirdest parts is when it's going up, and then yeah. it like, pulls you down, yeah. and so you're like, ugh, and then you're... Without even seeing the window. Yeah. And then you fall back down. And that's like the queasiest part of the journey. And then after that, it goes, it, it just slowly goes up again, and then it's at the very top floor, and it shakes, and then it drops down, and then that's in the third, so... Mm. But take yeah. this as a word of caution. <laughs> but, Next time you check into a deserted hotel on the on the dark side of Hollywood, make sure you know what kind of vacancy, vacancy you're filling, <laughs> or else you might end up a permanent resident, resident of, of the Twilight, Twilight Zone. zone. Do, 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 do. <laughs> okay, that was awesome. <laughs> um, yeah. As- Okay. Um, the overall story of the entire building is 199 feet, 199 feet, but the highest yeah. you go is 130 feet. Yeah. Um, they have, I think they're hydraulic or electric motors. At, I'm pretty sure they're hydraulic. I thought they, I they probably are hydraulic. hydraulic to get you up that fast. Yep. And so they're both at the top and at the bottom, and this is a very... Good ride. It loads it's, very um, fast. It's very safe. It's probably the safest ride yes. uh, in the park, even though you may not think it. It's only broken down once that I know of, and that was at MGM, and that was when it wasn't even in the shaft. Yeah. It just it stopped in the middle of the track, and so there was no danger at all. This there. ride actually does break down a lot. It does? Compared to Indiana Well, compared to Indiana, Indiana Jones, Indiana but Jones they, breaks down a lot, but... Um, the reason why it doesn't get stuck in the shaft, for instance, if it does, they'd bring you down an extra floor where there is an emergency exit when the doors open. So all of those doors that you see are not facades. Some of them are actually emergency exits. Hmm. And when you're going back into the shaft, if there is an emergency when they have to evac, they will stop you um, when you're in between the shaft and the just stationary ground when you're going back. And they will take you out. So hmm. um, it does happen a lot because this ride is very complicated. Yeah. But so. they make sure, they also do, even if they see the slightest glitch or oh, something, yeah. they will. They will stop. Yeah. Um, I know some stupid people did something very, very stupid at MGM. They read they read the ride without seatbelts. Yes. They got past the seatbelt check. I don't even know how that happened. Yeah. Um, but they did record it on YouTube and... It's one of the stupidest ideas. Yeah, don't do that. I, I'm telling you, if you do it in the front you, front row, you will fall out, and you know there will be because there's blood. suction. Yeah, there is. It's because once you go up, it's airtight pretty much. Yeah, and then once you go up, the doors release, and there is suction out there, so you go. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, <laughs> mommy, what's that? Don't look. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you described that. Yep. <laughs> very, very good. Just like that. <laughs> okay. Witness. Jerry <laughs> Coleman. <laughs> <laughs> Went to Disneyland, rode the Tower of Terror without a seatbelt, flew out of the window, and died. He's now a permanent resident of 
the Twilight Zone. Jeez, I'd feel so bad if that happened. If like John Lasseter was there, someone important, <laughs> like, like the CEO of the just, park, they're just staring at it, like like now now you see here that tower. What the? Oh my goodness! Look away. <laughs> John Lasseter, I could make a movie on this <laughs> and produce it and maybe direct it. I'll call Michael Bay. I'll call Michael Bay. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Um, well. Well, um, oh, yeah. one secret about the Tower of Terror. Okay, after you exit, if you can kind of sneak past people, uh, uh, you know how you sometimes come downstairs? Yeah. Um, underneath one of those stairs, you know how there's boxes and just kind of, like, decorations and stuff? There's a dead body. Really? It's the only dead body in the entire ride. It's Mm. a mannequin. I'll, I'll try and find a picture and post it on our website. Oh, it's a mannequin? I thought it was like, oh. Yeah, no, it's a mannequin. Like, of the Caribbean, but full skeleton and everything. Yeah. So. No, it's in, like, a tuxedo, and you just see his legs behind a box. Oh, it's pretty cool. Gosh. I showed my parents that, and oh man, I'll post the picture on the website. So make sure you come look that at tunedintown.com. And they didn't go with the murder story. Yeah, goodness, <laughs> jeez, that scared me. Yeah, I'm scared now. <laughs> I know it scared me when we went back because you can still kind of hear the backdrop of the music and stuff. And so when I went to take my family to show them. It you was. actually saw it? Yeah, I actually saw oh, it. Oh. It's not a real dead body, though. It's I a mannequin. Know, but it's still, it's creepy to me. Yeah. But I will find a picture and post it on the website. You should have taken one. I think my parents did, but I don't know. Okay. It's really dark back there, so you do need a flashlight. It's dark? Just underneath the stairs. The rest of oh. it's lit. <laughs> oh, Okay. <laughs> I wonder what imaginators were thinking then. It's like, hey, let's just put a dead body here. Maybe it was John Lasseter. <laughs> hey, hey, look over there. Is that Nemo? Oh, here. <laughs> what? How he? You know. But... Okay. Well, let's just go ahead and wrap this up. Yeah. Um, thank you for joining us. Thank you for your short trip through the Twilight brief. Zone. Yeah, well, your brief trip your through the Twilight Zone. 52-minute <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, um, thanks, Caleb, for joining me. Mm, with pleasure. Yeah. Uh, remember our giveaway? Uh, that's going to be our call to action today, is our giveaway. So uh, send in your emails, and you'll be entered into a raffle. And remember, you're probably going to be the only one who yeah. emails in. So I would I will take... bring my magical Mickey Sorcerer hat, and we'll put one name in there, and that one name will win. So yep, We'll record it and put it on. We should actually make a video of that and actually mm-hmm. post it on the first official Tuned in Town uh, yeah. video. So Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, as always, we end here on the uh, podcast uh, with a quote from Walt Disney. Caleb wanted to do one from Rod Sterling or the narrator of the Twilight, Twilight Zone. Zone. But I said, heck no. We always do oh. Walt Disney quotes. Now that's dedication. Yes. And so his quote is Disneyland is a show. Thanks for listening. <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> thanks for listening, and thanks for tuning in.